0: welcome back everybody to rock video rental i'm caleb and with me as always is brandon here to talk more movies and tv shows and actor highlights we will get to the main segment here shortly uh first brandon anything in life worth mentioning because life is so amazing (laughs) right now um not a whole heck of a lot um we really
1: don't have a return date for work now. They kind of just said month to month. Um, they're kind of thinking it might even be December or the new year that I go back.
0: Oh, so damn.
1: I'm continuing to work from home. So we'll see how long it goes and just kind of ride that wave, I guess.
0: Yeah. I've been going to work since like March, but we've slowly been kind of, uh downsize- well I wouldn't call it downsizing, but uh, I think we started off with like six or seven employees in the building, and some of them were just kinda like working i guess in production, I guess you would say, and mm-hmm. uh they two of them went off to college, one got another job, and then one. Uh, somebody left to be stay at home, so now we're just down to me and me and my boss, so going into work isn't really like one of those crazy crisis modes that a lot of people have to deal with where there's fifty million people, a bunch of you know uh possible interaction and contamination and all that mumbo jumbo so well, going into work isn't the funnest thing; it's not really and inconvenience in my situation rock. But uh, do you want to start off on telling us what you've been watching this week?
1: Yeah, I've been continuing with regular show. Um, I think I'm in like season six now, something like that. I guess I never realized how many seasons of that show there are. Um, mm. And it's funny. I haven't come across an episode yet that I haven't seen before. <laughs> nice, so I must have like binged at one point, and I just don't remember doing it. That was kind of <laughs> funny. um, we started watching the office again just because we couldn't find anything else to watch. <laughs> you know you know how that goes. Oh yeah, um yeah, and other than that, like I've just been watching things on YouTube, i guess I've been watching um the series that. NFL network did called caught in the draft where basically they just kind of do recaps and like all the interesting stories and different years of the NFL draft. Um, I think there's only like four or five of them. It's like 1994, 95, uh, 2005. Uh, There's one of them in the eighties and then 1975 or something like that.
0: Hmm.
1: and there's like there's reasons for them like the one in 75 was like the first year of of agents working with players so it's kind of interesting like hearing all the stuff that went into it and um how these different drafts like change the landscape of what the nfl is like now
0: yeah i did not know any of that so sounds pretty interesting
1: yeah, I mean, if anybody's interested in that, you just just look them up on YouTube. There's like, there's some channel that's got got all of them, and I mean, NFL Network and NFL Films always does such a good job of things like that. Rock. What about you? What have you been watching?
0: Uh, well, a little bit more of an interesting week for me. Um, actually watched a movie. Uh, mm-hmm. The kids were at the grandparents overnight. So we ordered in food and we're watching whatever we could find. And my wife really enjoys Will Ferrell. So we watched the other guys okay. and she may have seen it before. I've seen it plenty of times, but uh, that was a fun one to watch again. And still watching a little bit of Brooklyn Nine-Nine. It's funny that you mentioned YouTube because I'm actually watching college f- Previous college football games periodically, just to kind of get a little bit of a fix because I miss sports uh in general, just I usually wind up watching college football during the summer like that they actually have on ESPN they air some of the best games from last year, so I've been catching some of those usually at night right before I go to bed and the interesting one though is my wife watched a show called married at first sight.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I've watched that.
0: Okay. Um, that was really weird. And I mean, it's interesting cause they take it kind of on a new Lowe's whole, like commit to somebody before you see them or meet them and all this other stuff. And this is just like, a step above and beyond crazy weird. If you've not heard of the concept where essentially people go in and they get interviewed by like a uh, pastor, a marriage counselor, and I think there's somebody else or something that they talk to. Um, and essentially they create a profile for this person and then they try to match them up. And each season, we only watch one season because I think there's only one on Netflix. Now, okay. but they have four couples. Is that what you saw? Um, I've seen like every
1: single season. <laughs> oh, okay. Um, what's some of the stuff that's happened? I can tell you if I've seen it.
0: Uh, I think it's one of the newest ones. Okay. Um, there was the couple—the really tall guy and the short girl. He was the basketball player.
1: Oh yeah. Yeah. And he like cheats on her. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I know. I felt so bad for that girl.
0: I know. Way to ruin it for people, man. <laughs> well, anyway, um, so we watched whatever. that show and usually I'm not into those whole, like, I mean, it's kind of got the feeling of bachelor, or bachelorette. And yeah, uh, what is it? There was the, uh, there was another dating one where you don't see each other, but you talk. I don't know what that was there. There are so many of them, but this one is, you do not meet them. You do not know them. They just match you up and you say, I'm committing to this. And you have to walk to, down the aisle and say, I do to this person without really knowing anything about them. Yeah and it's yeah
1: i think i've I've mentioned that show on the on our podcast before
0: (laughs) i thought i i while i was watching i was like i'm not sure if he has talked about this before but it sounds like something maybe he's seen so yeah i don't know that the concept is unique i'll give them that but it is i don't know weird so if you're looking for something different to watch and you like those kind of reality kind of things it's one of the more unique and I I got into it just because I was kind of curious, like, okay, what's this process and how they do it. So Mm -hmm. something out there for you. So
1: yeah, that's interesting. And 90 day fiance is another interesting one.
0: Yeah. I was going to say, it's kind of like 90 day fiance. It's a, it's still like way, um, way different, but it's got that same feel. I don't know. It's just, it, I still think it's just so weird.
1: Oh, for sure. It's really weird. So
0: that's where the time that we live in. So, well, uh, with enough talk about what we've been watching, let's move into our first segment, which is Did You Know? Alright, did you know where we want to bring you the most random, ridiculous facts that you can find anywhere? And this week, Brandon, you get to go and take it away.
1: Rock. Um, Mine's a rather short one this week, but it's pretty interesting. Did you know that tomato sauce was sold in the 1800s as medicine?
0: I did not know that. Yeah. And that... (laughs) (laughs)
1: <laughs> it, it was it was used as a medication to cure um diarrhea indigestion and jaundice hmm. yeah which is okay. kind of funny because because um you know tomato sauce and like ketchup and stuff like that is really acidic yeah so i'm not sure how that would work with digestive issues
0: i know i was i was just thinking that i was just like i don't no i feel like that would be counterproductive but i don't know i'm not a doctor
1: so so. literally for your health
0: (laughs) (laughs) if you're ever not feeling well just open a bottle of ketchup and throw it back (laughs) and you'll you'll be all good oh yeah all right and on that note we will jump into our main segment And this week's main segment is going to be an actor highlight. We do these every once in a while. It might be about once a month uh, now. And we've done a few of our favorite actors. And it just seemed appropriate this month as we did a movie review with one of his movies. We decided to talk about the actor John Candy. So we will start things off. And I will try to as... Briefly and informatively as possible, give you his bio. And so, if you didn't know, John Candy was born in 1950, October of 1950, and he was born in Ontario, Canada.
1: He was born on Halloween.
0: Oh, that's not
1: 1950.
0: Why is that important? (laughs) I
1: don't know. It's just kind of funny.
0: I I actually didn't. I mean, I just saw October and I didn't even think about mentioning the specific day. So. Oh my gosh. It was a Halloween (laughs) baby. So, uh, yeah. Halloween 1950. And he, his parents were Sydney and Evangeline. And he was brought up Roman Catholic and he went to, uh, Catholic high school In Toronto, and he actually dreamed his original plan and dream for his life was to become a football player. Rock. But uh, due to an injury, a knee injury, he was unable to play. And I don't have further information if that means he didn't play at all or maybe he tried playing and he suffered a knee injury and then couldn't continue to play. But it wasn't until he was in college and he bounced around a few different places for college um, that he started going into theater and then things moved on from there. So he, um, being Canadian, had his start in Canadian uh, TV and movies. Uh, He he was a part in a Canadian children's television series called Cucumber. Um not sure what that's about, but that kind of piqued my interest. <clears throat> uh, he winds up playing a lot of minor roles in some uh, children's sitcoms and some uh, a police shows and different little appearances there. Um, he actually... Uh, did a little bit of something with Dan Aykroyd at the time. Another uh, Canadian actor at a young age. But things really started going for him when he went into SCTV, which is uh, Second City TV. And that is a Canadian television sketch comedy show that ran from 1976 to 1984. So quite a few uh, popular canadian uh comedian actors made their way through there and he played a bunch of different roles uh some reoccurring characters there not to go into all the details with that but finally in 1979 he took a little break from sctv and he started exploring some things with hollywood um, got a minor role in 79 with Lost and Found, and he even played a U.S. Army soldier in Steven Spielberg's um, comedy 1941. Mm-hmm. Uh, he went back to Canada, he did a few roles there, and he did a supporting role in the Blues Brothers, uh, another movie with Aykroyd in it. Uh, Ackroyd is kind of like a reoccurring name. I was, I kind of didn't connect when we were talking about him in the movie review, but uh, then things really started growing from there. He had his appearance in the movies Stripes in 1981. Uh, he had small cameo appearances in movies such as National Lampoon's Vacation. And uh, he appeared on Saturday Night Live, which Saturday Night Live actually wanted him on the show more. But he uh, turned it down because he was more dedicated to the SCTV network. Um, He had what is considered his breakout role when he played in a movie with Tom Hanks where he was his brother in the movie Splash. Mhm. And then moving along, we are in actually I didn't see when to give you a time frame when Splash was.
1: 1984.
0: Thank you. Did you know that or did you see it somewhere? I saw it somewhere. Okay, I was have like, had like do- this filmography. Okay. I didn't know if you were just like that hardcore of a Tom Hanks fan that you knew it from.
1: <laughs> I've actually never seen that movie.
0: Oh, really? Oh man. Yeah.
1: And my I... wife was surprised because she was watching it last week. One day.
0: Oh yeah. I, I've watched it. I can't remember much of it, but I did watch it a long time ago. So, um, then, uh, we can jump into his interesting collaboration with John Hughes. He had a lot of, a, big moments with his career with John Hughes. Um, It began with the fantastic 1987 planes, trains and automobiles Um, uh, with Steve Martin uh, did a cameo in another one of his movies. uh, She's having a baby. Uh, Then with the one that we just mentioned, 88, he did the great outdoors, uh, another John Hughes movie. And there are plenty other connections in there as uh, Uncle Buck. And, Home Alone. Yep, Home Alone. I'm trying to look for some of the uh, well-known ones. Uh, Candy also produced and starred in a Saturday morning animated series on NBC. That's a little <laughs> Camp less-
1: Candy. Yes. <laughs> I used to watch that as a kid. Oh, nice. I remember right. that. And I actually remember when John Candy passed away because I remember my mom saying something about it. And I was sad because I thought that meant that, you know, they were going to stop making Camp Candy.
0: <laughs> I uh, I do not remember learning of his uh, death at that young of an age. Yeah, so... And
1: little did I know that that cartoon ended. Like a couple of years before he died it was just in syndication <laughs>
0: uh, okay um to do, do, do uh he had the popular he had uh several other cameos and then he had a popular hit in cool runnings in 1993 um and then we get to 1994 the year of his death and he was on vacation from the film wagons east and he was in mexico and he suffered a heart attack and passed away during the night they're not completely sure what happened because there was no autopsy but uh john candy for those of you who don't know um who he is he was a very uh heavy set and obese person throughout his career uh he also had health issues in his family where actually both his father and his brother died prematurely of heart attacks uh combined that with um smoking and drinking and then there was some drug use throughout his career so That probably all just piled on and they believe that was kind of a natural thing of his heart attack. So that is the end of the career. I do have a couple other things to add. These are going to be interspersed through his career, but some interesting things that people might not know about him. Uh, John Candy is his real name. His last name is Candy and it worked well. In a field where a lot of people change their name to be unique. He did not need to. Mm-hmm. Um, he was a part owner of a Canadian football team. He uh, was a part owner of the Toronto Argonauts with Wayne Gretzky.
1: Yes, I saw that in Bruce McNell.
0: Yes. Um... John Hughes, as we mentioned, uh, there was a huge stint with his career working with John Hughes. John Hughes actually grounded John Candy during the filming of Uncle Buck. Because John Candy went out during filming one time and spent an evening out drinking. And the next day, there was a caller on the radio who talked about meeting John Candy the night before out at a bar. And Hughes was not pleased about that. So he shut down (laughs) filming for the day. That's funny. Um, There is a John Candy postage stamp in Canada. Or there was. Uh, I don't know if it's still. uh, It says back in 2006 in the Hollywood series. Um, He launched his own radio show in 1989. It was in Los Angeles and it was a two hour top 40 music slash comedy radio show. Uh, he said that he loves the medium and since he couldn't play an instrument, he thought the least he could do is play the records. And so that was a rock and roll and comedy show. And then a couple other things here as I got to find his children went into, uh, film doing some acting and some producing. I don't know if they are still doing that. uh, He was, uh, had a very large stature, as I mentioned before, weighing, uh, usually around 300 pounds. They said, estimated that, uh, he may have weighed at most around 375, but he is also six foot two. So he had a very large presence. Um, already mentioned how he turned down, uh, Saturday Night Live appearances. Uh, that being said, though, he had some of the most movie appearances with SNL actors, ironically enough. And I believe that might be all I have for a biography. <laughs> Did you have anything else to add to biography?
1: Uh, just kind of like a funny little story that involves John Candy. So John Candy sat in the front row of Super Bowl twenty-three which was uh, the Niners versus the Bengals. Mm -hmm. And um, according to story from teammates, uh, right before the 49ers game-winning drive, Joe Montana pointed towards the stands and said to his his left tackle, hey, look over there, isn't that John Candy?
0: (laughs) (laughs) I I (laughs) did read that.
1: Which is just funny because... Like, to randomly point that out, and that's just like Joe Montana, just like being Joe cool, you know, just super laid back and, you know, try to keep everybody chill and calm and everything before a, a whole bunch of like stress going through the game. <laughs>
0: oh my gosh, it's John Candy. Hey, isn't that John Candy? <laughs> oh man. Oh my gosh, it's Jackie Chan.
1: <laughs> uh, yeah, and, um, yeah, you already said about the Toronto Argonauts. That was kind of the interesting thing that I guess I found out today about John Candy.
0: Oh, nice. Uh, uh, did you
1: know that he was in a band called Northern Lights?
0: I did not know that.
1: Which they sang the song Tears Are Not Enough, which was featured on the We Are the World album. It was <laughs> a big deal back in the 80s.
0: Nice. Nice. Rock. I... um. I may have mentioned this. I don't know if I uh, specifically framed it this way, but he made more John Hughes movies than any other actor.
1: I believe it. That's crazy to think about, though. Like, even more than Molly Ringwald.
0: Yeah. So, a little more did you know about that. So... There is the biography and a little bit about the life of John Candy. Definitely learned some stuff when I was looking up things about him, because um, familiar with uh, a decent number of his movies, but definitely didn't know a lot about his career. I mean, especially considering he died when I was so young. So, but uh, next thing for to go into and mention is roles that the actor turned down and so i don't know if this was necessarily turned down but a role that i know that he um almost played up i guess uh in this other one that i'm looking at it does say that he did indeed turn it down but he turned down the role that rick moranis played in ghostbusters mm-hmm. playing playing tully
1: He also turned on the role that Rick Moranis played in Honey, I Shrunk the Kids. Seriously? Yep. Oh, wow. Because he was friends with Rick Moranis, and he thought that those roles fit him better than, you know, they they did John Candy.
0: Mm. Yeah, uh, Rick Moranis was part of the uh, SCTV. Yep. So they had that... uh friendship there and everything and yeah if he had been in that he would have been in yet another Dan Aykroyd film so in another <laughs> Bill Murray film um, yep. yeah I feel like uh, Moranis definitely was a the right fit for Honey I Shrunk the Kids I feel like Candy could have done alright with um, playing in Ghostbusters but
1: yeah I think so too
0: but Moranis well did. if you
1: think about it um, his small role in National Lampoon's Vacation was pretty much Rick Moranis I don't yeah. know if like the last time you've seen that, but just kind of like the nerdy, um awkward and like uncomfortable person.
0: <laughs> yeah. So not too not too many of those. There might be more out there, but I um I didn't find much with that. So now to talk uh more specifically about his movies and some of the things that we've seen, I kind of have a feeling that um, Brandon, you may have seen more of his movies than I have. Uh, what do you know of have you seen? Okay, I went through the
1: list and I was a little surprised by how many I've seen. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I've seen Stripes, uh, National Lampoon's Vacation, Summer Rental, which I've talked about the last few weeks, uh, Spaceballs, Planes, Trains, and Automobiles, The Great Outdoors. Um, and if we're just going strictly movies, uh, Uncle Buck, Home Alone, Nothing But Trouble, Only the Lonely, Rookie of the Year, and Cool Runnings. Nice. can, we're counting TV shows too. I guess like I, I used to watch Camp Candy when I was a kid.
0: Hmm. No, I think that's uh, fair and worth mentioning. Uh, hopefully, if I'm not missing anything, I've got um splash and uh space balls planes trains and automobiles the great outdoors uncle buck uh home alone his small um part in that uh did you ever see the rescuers down under
1: oh yeah i've seen that i forgot he did the voice in that
0: yeah i i did not realize he did the voice in that so seeing that was uh kind of interesting he did uh voices for i didn't realize he did so many voices uh i saw a small cameo role in boris and natasha uh he also um was an uncredited announcer in rookie of the year uh of course cool runnings and i don't know if i've seen everything uh all of canadian bacon so and then uh, National Lampoon's Vacation. Mm-hmm. Oh, did I mention Blues? I said Blues Brothers, didn't I?
1: Um, I don't know if you did, but surprisingly, I've never seen all Blues Brothers, so I didn't count it on my list.
0: Okay, I I had to have at least seen ninety five percent because I've seen it so many different times when it's been on TV, but I've seen different parts, you know. So mm-hmm. piece them, piece them all together. I've seen the whole thing.
1: What's funny is you know, when I was talking about summer rental before um, I said, that's really early in like John Candy's career. And it was Mm -hmm. actually his first lead role. Oh, really? The first lead role he ever had in a movie. And that was in 1985.
0: Wow. So his main stint was relatively short nine years.
1: Yeah, it really was. But I mean, if you look at 1987, like 1987 to 1990, that's a pretty crazy run. Um, you know, these are just the ones that I kind of mark down. But so, so yeah, space balls, Plane Streams, and Automobiles are both in 87. 88, he did The Great Outdoors. 89, he did Who's Harry Crumb and Uncle Buck. And then 90, he did Home Alone. Mm-hmm. Like, that's a pretty big run right
0: there (laughs) yeah no for sure now uh on the topic of movies um i know it's a little bit shorter uh most of the actors that we've covered before we've seen a lot more movies and they've also kind of had a longer list of movies but what are some of your top uh john candy movies
1: hmm well really in in no kind of order um i would say my favorite ones are Plain streams and automobiles um the great outdoors and uncle buck are probably my three favorite mm-hmm. with you know a little on the outside of that cool runnings was always a fun movie when i was a kid and um Oh, summer rental probably. The more I watch that one, the more I like it.
0: <gasps> you didn't include Spaceballs.
1: <laughs> see, I like Spaceballs, and I think it's funny. But it's not a movie like I go out of my way to watch too often. Hmm. I feel like it's it's one of those I find funny, but I don't find as funny as a lot of people find it.
0: I guess. Yeah. Does that makes that.
1: sense? Yeah. yeah.
0: I I've got basically kind of the same ones. I mean. You know, <clears throat> his po- popular movies list is relatively short compared to, you know, most of the people we've covered. Mm-hmm. So we've basically kind of got the same top five. I don't have Summer Rental, though, because I haven't seen that one. So I would throw in Spaceballs um, to go in there. I mean, of course, he's got his small roles in... Uh, Great movies like Stripes and Blues Brothers, but I would still uh, go with. Oh man, I forgot that he was in Nothing But Trouble. I haven't seen that. I mean, like I've <laughs> I've seen bits and pieces of it, but I forgot that. Um, oh my gosh, I'm blanking on his name. Yeah. Chevy Chase
1: was not it. Yeah. Did you know Dan Aykroyd uh, directed that movie?
0: <laughs> I did not know that.
1: And it's pretty terrible. <laughs>
0: Well, I've not I've not seen much of it, so I probably won't go out of my way.
1: Yeah, I I think I watched it on cable back in high school. I remember watching it at my friend Anthony's house, <laughs> and we always seemed to like watch these ridiculous movies somehow. Nice, probably out of sheer boredom
0: <laughs> during oh, <yeah>. the summer. <laughs> Did uh, I just come across something that he was in a movie with George Wendt, which is Norm from Cheers, Cheers. in a movie called Hostage for a Day?
1: (laughs) I have never heard of that.
0: I am intrigued.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Have you ever seen Fletch? Yes. With Chevy Chase and, yeah, say George Wentz in that. Um, George Wendt is also in a horror movie called House.
0: Nice. We're hostage for a day. Where are you? Oh, wait, hold on. If I go back, I should be able to. Came out in 1994. Huh. So it would have been one of his last movies. Hmm.
1: Interesting.
0: Yeah. So, mm-hmm.
1: yeah.
0: All right. Moving. So, my
1: question. Hey, my question for you is: This is probably what you're getting to. Okay. If you were to tell someone to watch one John Candy movie, whether it's his best movie or not, what movie would you tell them to watch?
0: See, I think we're both going to be going um, to the same place with this. <laughs> um. So, how about, how about you share yours, and then I'll give my extremely, ridiculously close runner-up.
1: Okay. Um, I'd say Uncle Buck.
0: Oh, seriously?
1: Yeah. Um, really? You know, I don't think Uncle Buck is his best movie. I think his best movie is Plane, Streams and Automobiles. Mm-hmm. Uh, it really shows John Candy's range in that movie. That he can play, you know, kind of the annoying, goofy character with, the sympathetic side, but when I think John Candy like in comedy and just you know some physical humor, some like abilities, some charisma, and just you know, his type of role that he fit, I think Uncle Buck.
0: Okay. Now I've only seen Uncle Buck once. Um so but I I would go planes, trains, and automobiles. Okay. I, yeah, I I feel... mean,
1: that is one of my favorite movies. Mm-hmm. And like I said, I feel like that's his, his best movie.
0: But... Yeah. But I think you could be right. I've I've uh I mean I don't remember everything from Uncle Buck from the but from the way you explained it, like this is his role. Like you think of John Candy and the idea role or his best role that he did. Because somebody's best role might not be in their quote unquote best movie. Mm-hmm. So um, but no, when I when I think of John Candy, I think of planes, trains and automobiles. And I mean, then the uh, great cast of him playing alongside Steve Martin, I think is just fantastic. So but my my runner up would be because I thought you were going to say planes, trains and automobiles uh, would be the great outdoors. But part of that might be from the I guess I would say nostalgia of that one because I remember watching that one when I was a kid and always really enjoying that uh and I also think that he always did well with the dynamics I had between himself and uh Dan Aykroyd. so but now I'm intrigued I kind of feel like I need to rewatch Uncle Buck.
1: <laughs> you know it's funny because uh I have Uncle Buck on DVD and I got it in a two pack with The Great Outdoors. Nice. And really like if you're going two pack of movies, there's really, can you really beat that?
0: I, I <laughs> but, was just thinking that I was like, dude, that's, that's a really good two pack.
1: Yeah. Cause I mean, a lot of times you'll buy a two pack of movies and there's one good one and one not so good one, <laughs> which is funny. Cause like, you know, i mentioned Rodney Dangerfield and how much of a fan of his, I was when I bought uh, back to school on DVD, it came into two pack with easy money, which is, it's a funny movie, but it's not nearly as good as back to school Mm -hmm. where I feel like uncle buck and the great outdoors are a little closer
0: in quality. Yeah, Yeah, no, that's, that's a pretty solid two pack. So I wonder if they have like a, a list of double feature DVDs and that'd be a fun conversation on being like, Hey, what's better? (laughs) What's a better (laughs) double feature this or that?
1: Or if we could just create our own double features.
0: Yeah. You had a pretty, uh, we had a pretty good post with uh, either or, but yeah, double features might be kind of interesting. So Um, let's see. So last thing here, as we kind of wrap up the main uh, part of this, then is going to be if we had a least favorite movie. Because uh, a lot of times that's kind of not talked about. is like you talk about the highlights of an actor and different things like that. But is there a least favorite movie um, mm.
1: that you've watched? That's interesting. Um, I would say quality wise, out of all the ones I've seen, the worst one would be Nothing But Trouble. But that movie is so bad. And so, like, over the top ridiculous that it's entertaining. <laughs> um, and it's like, I'm just going to say that any John Candy uh, movie I've ever seen wasn't bad. But I think one of the, the duller ones is uh, the 91 movie, Only the Lonely.
0: Okay. Uh,
1: my wife and I, we watched that. On, I think it was on Netflix at one point. One of them. But it's just like he. He's. um, Plays this guy who's like single and he lives with his mom. And his mom's like super overbearing. And then he like. Starts a relationship with. This woman. And it's just kind of like their interactions with each other and. Like trying to get past the mother. It's. It's still pretty good, and it's still, you know, John Candy being, you know, John Candy. And it was actually directed by Chris Columbus, the guy that directed uh, Home Alone. Okay. Like, the year after Home Alone. Um, you know, like I said, none of them are bad. It's funny, because, like, this has a 6.4 out of 10 in IMDb, and usually, you know, that's that's pretty good. I guess, just not as memorable. Oh, as yeah, sure. other movies, I guess. Yeah. Because I mean, nothing but troubles. Like, got a five point two, which is generous. <laughs>
0: <laughs> uh, uh, well, what would you have for yours? Uh, for me, it's kind of weird because I feel like I've just really seen you've seen uh, some more of the obscure ones that he's played made, uh, more of a a bigger role in, and so I think I'm gonna kind of go a little bit, um on a sidetrack here and probably just pull out one of his, his cameos, which like he did a really small part in this, but just like the movie as a whole, in my opinion, kind of bombed. Um, and that's, uh, Boris and Natasha or the Mm -hmm. Rocky and Bullwinkle movie. And that, uh, that movie just as a whole, just kind of flops. His little part in it, uh, he did pretty good, but I mean, nobody really, Needs to watch that movie again. So, because, yeah, everything else, I mean, I, I watched mostly the good stuff, you know, Uncle Buck, Plain Strains, Great Outdoors, Baseball, is Cool Running, uh, Home Alone, uh, Vacation, Splash, Blues Brothers, Stripes. You know, those are all good. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I would, I would throw that one out there as the John Candy movie that I've seen. And I do quotes on saying, like, john candy movie because it's a small part that I did in that so Mm -hmm. good stuff all right well that kind of wraps up most uh everything we'll have a little bit uh later with some uh quote stuff here but we will transition then into our suggestion segment thank you Alright, yeah, 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 yeah. it's time for movie recommendations, where each week we want to give you a movie or a TV show to check out, because that's what everybody has time for now, as there's nothing else to do but watch shows and TV. <laughs> so, I'm going to stick with uh, John Candy, since uh, this is the John Candy highlight uh, episode, and it's a relatively popular one, but if you have not watched too many 80s movies, uh, this would be a recommendation. Early one with a small role by John Candy, but featuring Bill Murray, and that is the movie Stripes, where they all go into the army. And of course, you know, when comedians go into the army, great things happen, and they at the end, everybody becomes the best soldier ever. they become universal soldier Uh, could you imagine could you imagine making universal soldier with john candy
1: (laughs) john candy fighting dolph lundgren
0: (laughs) hey you know six foot two that'd be kind of like you know at least pretty interesting to see how they do that
1: oh man That's
0: that's hilarious so there is your recommendation, the movie Stripes from 1981. And then our final segment coming up, still um, featuring John Candy, we will go into our quote face-off.
1: Get down! I'd like to take his his face off. Yes. You want to take his face? Yes. His
0: face. Oh. And so with quote face off, we um, both will bring you a quote. Uh, we either do it by uh, movie or genre or TV show or whatever random thing that we want to focus on. And with our actor highlights, we usually focus uh, just on that, the specific actor we are talking about. So this week is going to be John Candy quotes. And uh, Brandon, you get to go first. What have you got?
1: All right. Well, I mentioned before that I think Planes, Trains, and Automobiles is John Candy's best movie. Mm-hmm. And so I had to take a good quote from that because that movie is so quotable. Uh, so there is a scene where his character of Dell and um, Steve Martin's character are arguing back and forth in the hotel room. And uh, Dell says to him,
0: Larry Bird doesn't do as much ball
1: handling in one night as you do in an hour.
0: <laughs> I do remember that one. Yeah, that's right
1: around the time where, um, you know, Neil, a.k.a. Steve Martin, goes off about the chatty Cathy doll. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, that and that's a really memorable part from that movie, too. Oh, uh, sure. yeah, for sure. So what do you have? All right, well, the one I have, ironically enough, is from my movie Recommendation. Rock. Stripes. And this is the part where uh, John Candy's character introduces himself to uh, the other guys who enlisted in the Army. And so he says... My name's Dewey Oxberger. My friends call me Ox.
1: You might have noticed I've uh, got a slight weight problem. No. No. Yeah, I do. Yeah, yeah, I do. (laughs) I went
0: to this doctor
1: Well, he told me I I swallowed a lot of aggression, along with a lot of pizzas. (laughs) Pizzas.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Oh, gosh. Just some dumb John Candy humor, and I thought it was pretty funny. I was looking for something obscure. I actually went to look for something from Spaceballs, but I couldn't find anything that I felt was was good enough uh, for a quote from him in Spaceballs. I mean, there are some decent ones, but... Uh, I decided to go with stripes. Fuck, ah. all right, and that brings us to the end of the episode. We appreciate you guys tuning in this week, and I just realized do we know what we're doing next week? Yeah, it's gonna be
1: we're gonna review Rambo Last Blood.
0: Okay, I couldn't remember if we had one setup or not so good job brandon for saving the show
1: (laughs) yeah and if anybody wants to watch it before the review it it is on amazon prime and it's part of it's included with prime there is the regular version and the unrated version rock so we'll probably cover the unrated version i mean let's be honest (laughs) yeah the unrated uncut version or whatever it is
0: Rambo, Rambo, Rambo. Rambo, intens- Rambo. intensified. Ramboo? <laughs> <laughs> yes, Ramboo. All right. Uh, yes, well, thanks again for tuning in, guys. Um, guys and gals, we hope you all have a great uh, rest of the week and hope you get to enjoy the rest of summer as is insane. And we are almost in September. It's crazy. So- I know, can't believe it. But uh, as always, be kind, rewind.